Hi, everyone, and welcome to season four of the podcast. I'm super excited to be back and to announce that the podcast will now be called the Holistic Pharmacy Podcast to better reflect the subject matter. The first few episodes were recorded before the rebranding, so I still refer to it by its old raw fork name in those. Anyway, I had no idea when I started this podcast that it would evolve to this format, but I did know that I wanted to share people's stories. It has evolved from me reading my blog post out loud to interviewing non-traditional pharmacists, including herbalists. Season 4 will air every Friday, highlighting inspirational pharmacists that chose to fit out of the proverbial box and are working to build a new system of care focusing on natural and preventative medicine. Please enjoy the show. Hi, dear listeners. First of all, I want to say thank you. I really appreciate you tuning in and taking this journey with me. I look forward to hearing kind feedback from you, so please be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. It really makes my day. Also, if you or someone you know is interested in being a guest on the show, please let me know by emailing marina at rawfork.com. Today, I had the pleasure of sitting down with Dr. Jamie Wilkie, a true beam of inspiration. Jamie grew up in a small town in Wyoming where she got her start in pharmacy working at the local city drug. After completing high school, she went straight to the University of Wyoming and completed her undergrad coursework and her PharmD in six years. She was active in student government while at UW and served as president and vice president of her pharmacy class. Upon graduation, she moved to Utah where she worked in a small town community pharmacy up in the snowy Rocky Mountains. Nearly every year since graduating, she and her family have taken at least one European vacation. She is a mama to four little rambunctious boys who this year are ages two, four, six, and eight. Extensive travel and community pharmacy work schedules are not highly compatible, so in 2020, Jamie created her own job for herself that better suits her talents, passions, and her family's busy schedule. She jumped into the world of entrepreneurship and has found her true calling in life. She founded Arches Health LLC and serves there as a precision medicine consultant pharmacist. To date, Arches Health focuses on two areas of precision medicine, functional wellness and pharmacogenomics. Jamie serves as a business partner with prescribers and independent pharmacies to incorporate these two areas into their practice to improve the health and vitality of their patients and provide the practice with a stream of non-insurance income. Dr. Wilkie is optimistic about the future of pharmacy and knows great things are in store for those pharmacists who are willing to push boundaries, to think big, and to use the full extent of their education. Hi, everyone. We're back this week for another episode of the Rough Work Podcast. I have with me today Dr. Jamie Wilkie, who is a precision medicine pharmacist. So welcome to the show. Thank you, Marina. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, happy to have you and dive into your story. So let's start with um, where you grew up and why you chose to be a pharmacist. Thank you. I grew up in a very small town in Wyoming. Wyoming is um, (laughs) a cold, empty little place, but it was a great place to grow up. I loved growing up there and growing up, my only experience with the pharmacy or the 
profession of pharmacy was just going to the drugstore and seeing the old grumpy male pharmacist behind the counter who you didn't dare ask a question to because they look so unhappy. So it was really <laughs> never on my radar other than thinking they could act like they enjoy their job a little more. Um, so as I was in high school, I worked at the local hospital where my dad was in, in administration. All growing up, he has worked in hospital administration. He was the CFO. And as I was approaching my junior or senior year, he said, you know, Jamie, <laughs> I sign the pharmacist paycheck every month and I think you should be a pharmacist. <laughs> and I said, okay, I will. And <laughs> it was just as simple as that. He, he encouraged me to do something great in the health profession. And I knew I wanted to stick in the health profession, but I wasn't excited about getting really hands-on um, like nurses do. And so the combination of wanting to serve in healthcare, make a good salary, and to prove that you can be happy at your work um, is what launched me into pharmacy. And I never looked back. Yeah, I actually hear that a lot about, you know, wanting to be in the medical field, but not wanting to be a nurse because of all, you know, the fluids, bodily fluids that you have to be in contact with and not liking blood or anything else. Um, so yeah, uh, did you have any siblings growing up? Yes. Yeah, so there's three of us. There's three siblings. I'm the oldest. And then I have a sister and a brother who are younger than me. And my dad did a really good job of, um, educating us about the value of staying in healthcare because now I'm a pharmacist. My sister is a dietitian and my brother is a medical student. He's almost a radiologist. So my dad's life dream of <laughs> getting all of his kids into the medical field has been fulfilled. We're just following in his footsteps. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. It looks like uh, he gave you a really good structure to follow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And education was always a really big part for our family. And so it was enticing to go to pharmacy school, knowing that it would just be six years start to finish and I could have a doctorate degree which is something that I was excited about to set me apart and to do something really cool. So um, were you the oldest then? Yes, I'm the oldest. So why did your sister choose um, to be a dietitian? I mean, you guys, all three of you could be like a powerhouse dream team uh, with your <laughs> Yeah, yeah, give us, t give us 10 years and we'll be, the, we'll be your all-service all um, family medical <laughs> providers. Um, but she, she chose dietetics because of her interest in food and helping people understand food, especially diabetics who have such a hard time managing their disease through nutrition. So that's what she does. And she's done great things with that. Now, did you play a role in uh, influencing her decision at all? Or how do you guys like talk about medicine and how do you um, both feel, you know, about the medical field and healthcare and, you know, how to best provide care. Yeah, we both are really on board with food as medicine and using food in preventative care, because even though I'm a pharmacist, I think that medication should be the last line um, therapy and that food can make such a big difference. And so we like to talk about food. And it was a really great relationship growing up because she loves to make food and I love to eat food. So she's the baker and the cook and she loves cooking and baking. And I just love the eating part. I don't like all the preparation. So 
we're a really good team. (laughs) Cool. Um, So let's go back to you in pharmacy school. So what were your interests throughout school? You know, what did you see yourself doing after graduating? And then what did you end up doing as you graduated? Oh, school was so fun. I loved, I loved college. It was the time of my life. I did it all at the University of Wyoming. So I grew up in Wyoming and chose University of Wyoming because it was an excellent school. You couldn't beat the cost. And the six years from start to finish was incredible. And so all the time I was in school, I spent all of it being involved in everything I possibly could. I was in student government and was a senator for the health sciences department. And I was in the residence hall association and um, president of the residence halls association. And in my pharmacy school classes, I was president and vice president um, different years of my class. So I've always really been into um, doing, doing things and um, making the change you want to see in the world. And so I really loved, I really loved college. I had the best time. If I could just be in college forever and never have to work, that would be my dream job because I loved learning and I really enjoyed pharmacy school. The University of Wyoming program was excellent and the classmates I met there were really, we grew to be a close group and it was, it was a really good experience. Whenever anyone has advice about going to pharmacy school here in Utah, I tell them, to go next door to Wyoming and give it a shot because it was really one of the best decisions I ever made. It was wonderful. Wow. That's so much school spirit. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was great. Wyoming is a very wealthy state with a lot of money and very few residents to spend it on. And so their education is phenomenal. And so I was able to graduate six years. All of my school cost $20,000. And so I paid off all my loans within six months of graduating without a penny of interest. And so because of that, I've had so much freedom in my life to do what I want when I want, because I don't have that huge burden of debt hanging over me. So that's been a huge part of my professional life too, that I've appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, something that plagues many healthcare professionals, but I, like your dad said, luckily pharmacists do have, you know, that big paycheck that um, definitely goes a long way. But if you have, you know, tons of loans, it could be just excruciating paying them all off. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I love the quote that you said that you live by, you know, being the change. That's one of my favorites. And, you know, as healthcare providers, I think that's, one of the most powerful things we could do is be the example for our patients. Yes, exactly. Because if you're not going to do it, then who else is? And you can't wait for other people to take the first step. Exactly. So it's not do as I say, it's do as I do. And, you know, even little kids pick up on that and they're always watching and they're always going to just do what they see you do and not what you tell them to do. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about that. Like, how did you, uh, you know, get to Utah? Well, what was your first job? How did you eventually get to Utah? And I know you also have a big family. So talk about like how all of that came together. Okay. So I graduated in 2010. I had just turned 24 the week earlier. And that was back when 
pharmacists were high in demand. And so I could have my pick of the jobs. And so I didn't even apply for my job. I just went to a health fair at the or a job fair at the University of Wyoming. And there was a table, a Walgreens table. And I just wrote my name that I'm interested. And then a day later, the market scheduler called me and said, okay, you have a job in Utah. Where do you want to go? We'll put you there full time with benefits. And it was really a blessing because my husband graduated at the University of Wyoming at the same time. And so he needed to go to Utah to get his master's degree. Wow. And so we ended up down here in Utah where he could get his master's degree from BYU and I could work here in Utah County. So it worked well because um, if I was working in a different place than he was going to school, that wouldn't have come together. So it all came together beautifully. We moved to Utah in 2010 um, as soon as I graduated. And I love Utah because Wyoming is pretty cold and windy and it's for the people who really have grit. And I used to have grit, but now I've moved to Utah and I feel like it's paradise because there's <laughs> trees here and flowers and the mountains are just right in my backyard. So I love it here and I don't ever want to move. Um, so I'm really happy here. So. I started here full-time. I worked at Walgreens full-time in 2010 and I worked full-time for two years. And then I had my first baby um, and went down immediately to part-time. And ever since then, I've just worked part-time at Walgreens as I've had four boys every two years. <laughs> I had a baby boy, uh, like almost two years to the day apart. They're all really close in age. So this year, um, my four boys are ages two, four, six, and eight. And so life is really busy, but I've enjoyed practicing pharmacy part-time in the community setting for 10 years because it gave me a really good part-time job that I loved going to with a flexible schedule um, that provided really well for our family, but let me use my education and um, work in a way that I enjoyed. So it was kind of a 10 years of dormancy of just raising kids and buying our house. And then we expanded our house just two years ago. And so we've just had so many projects and so much life happening. But now this year in 2020, I made a huge change and said, <laughs> community pharmacy has been good. And I'm grateful for the benefits of it in my life, but man, I got to be the change I want to see in the world. And now my career is focused on the things that I truly love and feel passionate about, which is functional wellness and pharmacogenomics, which is um, a better way to treat people individually and put the focus on health and not sick care. Yeah, I love that story. I mean, wow, four boys, women, <laughs> <laughs> <in>, anyone? <laughs> Wow. Amazing. And, um, the fact that you were able to work part-time all worked out. So now how did you, first of all, you know, get interested in the realm of functional medicine and then second of all, get educated and, you know, make the leap into it from community pharmacy. Yeah. Functional wellness has always been an important part of my life because growing up, um, we never went to the pharmacy. My even to this day, I don't think my parents even take medication, except um, my dad takes gabapentin because he had chemotherapy a, a while ago. And so he's anyway, lost the feeling in his fingers. 
But other than that, like my parents don't take medication. I don't take medication. My husband doesn't, my kids don't. We just live in a way that thrives in health. So we love walking outside every single day. That's non-negotiable. I just went on my walk right before this podcast. I love being outside, breathing fresh air. I love eating fruits and vegetables in abundance because that's what makes me feel really good. And so we kind of already lived in this space, but um, finding other like-minded professionals helped me realize that there's a career in this. And I totally, totally blame LinkedIn on, (laughs) on all career success because really before 2020, I didn't even have a LinkedIn account or use it um, because the only way I ever looked for jobs was just on job search sites and it was just other community jobs that were posted. So I didn't think there was a real future in pharmacy. And then this year I just got on LinkedIn and it was like, I had been existing in a dark cave and I came out into the sunlight and it's amazing to see what other pharmacists are doing out there in the world and what they're creating. And after seeing that other pharmacists were doing such incredible things, I couldn't just sit back and do what I'd been doing anymore, knowing that not only are other people doing it and succeeding, but there's so many resources to help you. So that was so encouraging to meet the right people and to be able to learn a little bit every day and not be overwhelmed by the amount of knowledge helped so much because there's so much knowledge out there and it's easy to feel like I could never master that. It's too much. I've been doing the same thing for too long, but there's never been a time, better time than now to do what you love because of the resources available and the internet so you can reach anyone in the world. Yeah, absolutely. So what were the steps that kind of led you um, down the functional wellness as far as meeting the right people on LinkedIn? And I know you work with a specific technology, so tell us about that. Yes. So on, on LinkedIn, I didn't know where to start, so I just started connecting with everyone I thought who was interesting and got on phone calls with anyone who would talk to me just to hear about what they were doing because I had no idea what I wanted to do. I didn't even know functional wellness was really a thing. I had just been, had my blinders on and been doing the same thing for so long and didn't even know I was interested in something else. But anyway, um, the more I talked to people in functional wellness and realized that that's a whole world in its own and probably has more information than all of pharmacy school does combined in how deep you can go in it and how incredible the resources are, the more I felt like I need to be in this space. But there's so much information, I felt overwhelmed. But then I I started working with the Functional Wellness Network, who has a really cool scanner that we use that we help partner with pharmacies and and prescribers to implement it into their practice helped me get the hang of the basics of functional wellness. And I love it so much. So can I tell you what, what it is and how I do it? Love to hear more. Yeah. Okay. So now my new career that I've created for myself, what I do is I implement functional wellness into independent pharmacies and doctor's offices by having a conversation with the patient where they're at, what it is, is it's this little scanner that's the size of, it's smaller than a loaf of bread and it's portable. And you put your hand on the scanner and it measures your antioxidant levels. And 
Oh, Marina, I would love to know your level. I'm sure it is like sky high because you're amazing and you've got to have a better diet than almost anyone. But um, what you do is you put your hand on the scanner and it shows your antioxidant level and your antioxidant level is um, connected to your overall health. So if you're not eating fruits and vegetables, that will show up in your score. If you're not getting a lot of sleep at night, that will show up in your score. If you're not exercising or if you're have a lot, a lot of stress, those all affect the level of antioxidants in your bodies. And so people already know that they don't make great food choices, but once you put your hand on the scanner and they're right in front of you and it gives you results in 30 seconds and they see the number that it's really low, then they are willing to take action and to do something about it. And so it works well, especially in pharmacies and doctor's offices, because we're already having those conversations with patients who are already saying, <sighs> giving them advice on how to, on sleep aids or what product to choose over the counter. And so it gives them an actionable result that's personalized to them. So they see their score and then you recommend a change that is personalized to them, whether it's just why don't you try eating four vegetables every day and see how your score improves in two months? And then they see the change. And when you start seeing the change for good, then it gets you in the habit of change. And if you don't see the change, it means whatever you've been doing isn't working. And so it's not worth your time. So if you're going to spend time or money or both, you want it to work. So it's really cool in that it's a, a snapshot into their health and it's so actionable and you can change it because the score it's you check it every two months so instead of it being like a glucose meter where you'd say oh i had i had pizza yesterday i'm gonna have a terrible score it's more of an uh, equivalent to an a1c where over the past 60 days how is your diet how is your stress how has your exercise been so it it's really cool to see. And I, I have a scanner myself that I use and I took it this Thanksgiving down to my parents and scanned them. And my mom was too low. I was not happy with her score. So now I'm making an all out effort to improve it because I want her to live a long, healthy, vital life. And when you have results like that, you can change them, but without it, it's easy, especially with your diet to rationalize that it's better than it is. <laughs> Cause I know the first time I scanned myself, I was like, I love salads and I am such a good eater. And I just scanned completely average. Well, not average for America, but I got like a C grade and I was kind of disappointed because I felt like I was doing so good. So anyway, it's, it's a fun way to improve health and to show how changes can impact your life and to help people get on the away from medicine and on the track of um, preventative healthcare, which is what I love. Yeah. And I also love how the results are tangible. So like you said, if you know your levels, you're that much more motivated. If you know the reason and you're seeing it with your own eyes behind the numbers or the levels, you know, it kind of brings it to life for you. It's not just some vague abstract thing that might be going on in your body but you're able to visualize it so and it gives you like that um 
something to measure up against. So like you, you kind of compete against your previous results. <laughs> and, you know, you don't have to compete with others, but you compete in a healthy way with, with your own past version and strive for those better choices. Yeah, exactly, Marina. That's exactly it. So as a scientist, I really wonder how exactly does the scanner work? You know, the technology seems amazing and I know it was developed by the NIH. So can you just briefly talk about that? Yes, I love it because it's a one of a kind scanner. It's developed by the NIH. Um, so it's not for sale and it's, you can't get a knockoff on Amazon, which makes it really unique. It's the equivalent of a pulse oximeter because it just uses light beams to bounce off of the antioxidant, uh, antioxidant levels in your skin, the lipid soluble ones that is. And so it's cool in that it's non-invasive and it just, you just put your hand on it and it measures in 30 seconds. And it's just exactly like a pulse oximeter, except it's measuring different wavelengths. So it's really cool. Yale did a 10-year study um, of the scanner and of the diet of people over 10 years and verified the science of it. And there's last I counted 75 peer-reviewed studies showing the use of it around the world. So the science is behind it and it's really a cool way to help pharmacies and prescribers and people like me to have those conversations with people and improve their health in a meaningful way. Wow. That's really, really awesome. Um, I'm sure our listeners will definitely check it out and do some of their own research to read more about it. But I'd also love um, to know how you've used this to build your own consulting and wellness practice. Can you talk about that? Yes, thank you. So this is a great intro because it seemed like everyone on LinkedIn was looking for the quote unquote side hustle that <laughs> is something that you work on on the side and that you build up and eventually becomes your job. And this one, this really spoke to me because I can partner with people to grow my business and to help them in a meaningful way and to help a lot of people um, because as I observe people in the world and see how the truly wealthy and well-off people live, they're not, they're not working for every penny that they earn. And to only be earning an income from the minute you're clocked into a job to the minute you're clocked out is such a slow, hard way to earn money. And so I'm really interested in the long-term business growth to grow the life that I want so that with these four kids and their busy schedule, I can have a job that earns money without me being there every second of the day. Because that was, I think the thing that launched me out of community pharmacy was it was really hard to be away from my kids for 10, 12, 14 hour shifts. And in pharmacy, you're locked in. You can't leave. Even going to the bathroom, 10 problems pile up and you can't, you can't just leave. Otherwise they have to close the pharmacy and it's illegal for you for the pharmacy to be there without a pharmacist. So I hated feeling chained to the physical location. And so this provided such an amazing tool for business so I can do what I love and help others implement this into their business. But I don't have to be on site for every single penny that I earn because you have to create the life that you want and no one's going to create it for you. And so 
finding out what you love and what you want out of life and how you're going to get there is huge. And this spoke to me really well. And I know it's going to give me and my family great freedom to travel because now I'll have my own schedule and can block off a week or two or three of time. And we'll go on an international vacation together because I can. And that's worth so much to me to create something I love. So while it takes an enormous amount of work to start up a company and do something you've never done before, I know in the end and years it will pay off. And I'm, I'm glad for the experience and I've grown so much in this past year. And so I want to encourage other people who are interested in in thinking outside of the nine to five and clocking in and out to get out there and see what options there are, because it's been really fun and encouraging to see how really easy it's been. There's so many resources and people willing to help you. And if you're just willing to put in the time and put yourself out there, it's grown really quickly already. Wow. Amazing. So I really do hope that soon the pandemic restrictions will be (laughs) The pandemic itself hopefully will fade so you guys will be able to travel and enjoy that time together. Um, Can you talk a little bit about, you know, maybe any mentors that you've had to help you grow and also how the whole process works with you partnering with, you know, stores or practitioners and having to use the machine? And do you see patients one-on-one or do you train other people or how does that whole thing work? Yes. So I've had quite a few mentors on this way. And that's what's so encouraging is just reach out to people and ask for help. And so many people are willing to give you, if nothing else, just a 15 minute phone call to hear you out, which has been amazing. So um, Jackie Boyle is the one who really helped me a lot. I used her as a coach through the Happy Farm D. And so with her intensive coaching and training and support and setting really huge goals, I came a lot farther, a lot faster than I would have by myself, which is saying something because I really thought I could do it without a coach because I'm highly motivated and um, have no problem setting goals. But having someone who's not a family or a friend keep you accountable and ask the hard questions that other people aren't, aren't asking has helped so, so, so much. And um what was the second part of the question? I already forgot. <laughs> no, I was just going to say that is huge. Like the accountability part, it's so difficult, even if you are self-motivated to keep yourself accountable. You know, it's not some outside person or boss, you know, bearing down on you, but you're your own boss and it's, you know, almost harder that way. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And and just asking the hard questions that people are either too nice or aren't thinking about like, well, how's this going to work? So you're going to go to this doctor and say, what? And you go like, oh my gosh, I, I don't know. I hadn't thought about it. So really having someone, especially like in pharmacy who gets what it's like in pharmacy helps so much. And um, I've really enjoyed working with Jackie. So can you walk us a little bit through the whole process from how do you get your hands on one of these scanners since it's not for sale, it's something that you have to rent the equipment, right? So Uh then how do you go about building a business? Okay. Yes. I love this because this is what I do. So it's so that you, you can't just buy a scanner. You can rent it 
Um, and it's a really low monthly cost. It's just $125 a month. And you rent it through the company of the Pharmanex company is the one who holds the patent right now. And so you reach out to me in my group of the Functional Wellness Network and we get you set up. You, we can send a scanner to your house and then you have it in your home with the products that come with it. And then you experience it, test your friends, test your family. And then once you're confident with the science behind it and the um, basics on antioxidants and functional wellness, then we, um, then you go out and work with pharmacists at independent pharmacies and doctors and show them the technology. And they nod their head and they say, this is a great idea. I like it. And then you put their hand on the scanner and then the scanner doesn't lie. So you scan all the, all the pharmacy staff or all the, the people in the prescriber's office. And as the different results pop up, you can see how the score is validated. Those who don't eat vegetables score very poorly. And those who do and um, have a, a, an energetic lifestyle score much better. And so once they see that and that it's just a low almost no overhead, then it's really easy to incorporate into practice. And so I don't see patients. I just coach the doctors and the pharmacists who are putting it into practice on how to make it a success with their patient. We have ophthalmologists who are scanning every single patient they see because um, oxidative stress is a huge factor in macular degeneration and they see the value in preventing it to begin with. And so they just make it a standard of their practice. Scan every patient. I want to see what your health is like. Um, and so it's really cool in that way in that you can make it what you want. Or if you're a pharmacist who has your own um, nutritional consulting practice, you don't have to partner with other people. You just take it with you and scan the people you're working with to see their improvement and use it as one of your tools. So it's, you can make it about you and oops, your own practice, or you can grow and help others develop a business. And because it doesn't run through insurance, there's really good non-insurance income that especially independent pharmacies can really benefit from because so much of their income just keeps getting hacked away at by insurance. So it's not only helpful for the preventative health of their patients, but provides another stream of income because the more streams of income you have coming in, the more secure you can be and the better you can serve your patients by not having to worry about that aspect. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, all of this sounds really awesome. What an amazing tool for people to integrate in their practices. Um, so you also mentioned it comes with some products. So can you tell us about what those are? Are they specific supplements or nutraceuticals that you recommend for specific antioxidant depletions? Yes, so it comes, so the Pharmanex company is the one who um, has the scanner and has shrunk it down to the portable size. So it comes with a variety of the Pharmanex products. Um, but since the scanner is product agnostic, you can use all of them or you can use none of them at all, which is really nice because it's really flexible because especially at the beginning, pharmacy owners have their own specific products that they like. And it's, it's a hard sell to say, throw all that out and use my stuff. Um, so you don't, you can even do it without Pharmanex products at all and leave them behind and just work with just diet or the over-the-counter supplements that they're familiar with. And then you can test and see the difference, see if they're working. And if it's working, then it's worth it. And if it's not, 
and you're wasting your money. So that was the part that really sold me is that it is product agnostic. And so you don't have to get a certain amount of products from Pharmanex or be in this contract or anything like that. You can leave that behind and just use the scanner and just use the tools that you would like to improve it with just exercise or just diet. But what it usually comes around to is it's so much work to improve your score to the A or the B grade that people ultimately say, okay, (laughs) I'm going to keep adding fruits and vegetables, but I need a really quality supplement to get me there because this is so much work or just time intensive to get that many fruits and vegetables in your day. So ultimately they do come around, but it's nice that it's not forced and that it's not required. You can do it in your own time when you're ready or just start taking it from the beginning. If you feel lazy and like (laughs) you want some benefit without the change. So I like it in that regard a lot. Yeah. It sounds really flexible and I like that too. Um, So is there an average number of supplements that you see people taking or needing to take even with, you know, optimizing their diet and exercise regimens? Yeah, I would just say one or two, really, Uh, especially as you get your score up, it takes so much work to get it up. If you're on a standard American diet of no vegetables to be seen and fruit only in (laughs) a pureed form. So it, it can take more at the beginning to get your score up, but then as you get up and start naturally making the other changes, you can really level out to just one, maybe two. So it's not like you have to take a thousand things for the rest of your life to keep it up. And some, some people do with just diet alone, they juice every single day and they're able to have a really high score without any type of product. So it can be done. Wow. So could you mention like the top one or two supplements that you see people are really needing to take because their diet just won't cut it? Yeah, I like the the Life Pack Nano because it provides all of the antioxidants that you need in a really digestible form that actually gets absorbed um, because the nanotechnology helps you actually absorb it. A lot of the problem with the over-the-counter supplements is they're not even absorbed um, because it's kind of the wild west out there with (laughs) over-the-counter supplements. And as long as they don't make a claim to um, efficacy or to treat a disease, then they can say whatever they want on the label and no one's testing what's in there. And so Pharmanex is really cool in that they're the only supplement that's in the physician's um, what's it our PDR, the physician's drug reference. They're the only thing, only non-pharmaceutical in there because they have the pharmaceutical standards for how um, the supplement should be. And so it's a really high standard. And so I like those products a lot. Yeah. I mean, I love the use of science and technology, the nanotechnology, as you mentioned, and um, I know liposomal is another form that is used. So mm-hmm. uh, what are usually the form of the antioxidants? Is it um, dried herbs or is it extracts of certain things? Like what's in the nanotechnology? So the nanotechnology encapsulates like the beta carotene so you can absorb it. 
Is that the only one beta carotene? Or- no, there's a, there's a lot of them. And now that I'm on the spot, I can't remember the whole list of them, but, um, there's so many. <laughs> no. Okay. Got it. So it's like the full spectrum rainbow. Of- yes. Yes, absolutely. Got it. Got it. And do you t- tend to see that you need daily, you know, daily ingestion of these to see a difference or it, you know, is it something that you could take once in a while or is it something that you should really be on every day? I would say every day, at least until depending on where you're starting from and how much work you have to go. But, um, 90% of America fails this test. (laughs) We're doing so poorly. So, um, most people need it every day, at least until their lifestyle can catch up to where they should be because your antioxidants are providing the protection against disease. And the more you have, the more protection and buffer you have against these awful diseases that are wreaking havoc in the United States. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing that you're able to build this business in 2020, which has been just such a, you know, I don't even know what to call it uh, upside down year. Um, so how has that impacted, you know, your growth? Because I imagine, you know, you mentioned you have to see the person in person, you have to scan their hand on the scanner. So it's not like you can do it over a Zoom meeting online. So this is something, you, you know, you, needs to be done in person. So how has that both impacted, like how you're able to connect with other practitioners and also how patients are able to access it? Yeah, it, it is harder if you're not in person because then you can't scan, but still plenty of people are coming in, at least here in Utah and the pharmacies that I'm working with, um, they're still coming in and seeing the provider. Um, and so it's not ideal, but if we can thrive in a weird time like this, it's just going to get better and better. And people are more concerned about their health and staying healthy. And so while we may see fewer people, the people we see are more concerned about staying healthy and getting their relatives healthy and able to bounce back from disease and sickness and stay ahead of the curve when we are more aware of the fragility of life and how quickly things can change. Yeah, absolutely. And we want to have a good quality of life for, you know, all the time that we have here. So you also mentioned a pharmacogenomic interest. So can you talk a little bit about that? And does that have anything to do with uh, the scanner and, you know, your practice? Yes. So this is a different thing, but I package it together when I reach out to prescribers because um, I'm also a pharmacogenomic certified pharmacist. I got my pharmacogenomics certification and pharmacogenomics is really the future of pharmacy because if you're not familiar with it, what it is, is it's a DNA scan that shows how well you metabolize medications. So it's either a cheek swab or you spit in a tube and it will tell you over 200 medications, how well you metabolize it, whether it's your metabolizing it too fast and you're losing the, any benefit because it's just going through you like a sugar pill, or if you're metabolizing it too slow and you're getting a lot of side effects built up because those levels are not being excreted in your body. They're just building up and up and up. So this is really where pharmacy is going, but it's taken a while to get into practice. And so I've also integrated this into my company where I partner with prescribers and become a part of their practice and 
provide the interpretation and consultation for pharmacogenomics tests. So especially in the field of mental health where people are having a lot of trouble because right now it's just guesswork. The prescribers are just uh, throwing medicine at people based on guidelines and then you just have to try it for six months and then follow up and then up the dose and try that for six months and then maybe add something to it for six months. People are feeling miserable that whole time. But if you just take this test, it narrows down what medication works for you and even a range of the dose that's best for you, which is incredible. People would love to take the guesswork and just know what works for them. And so that's also what I do is um, I'm working to make this a standard of care and that everyone just gets their genetic test because your genetics don't change over your life. So you only need it once. And then the rest of your life, you are set. You can tell the prescribers how to best treat you with medication because they have your profile and what works exactly for you. So that's a really fun part of what I do too, because as a pharmacist, I don't want people on medicine, but if they're going to be on medicine, let's at least do it appropriate to them. And with as few medications as possible. So it leads to a lot of de-prescribing and optimizing their medication. It's just like an MTM on steroids once you have this. It's really, really cool. And people can't believe that this technology exists and they haven't seen it. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Um, Can you get this type of data from a test like 23andMe or is this a separate, you know, test that you are testing for something very specific? Yeah, this is separate that um, is just different about the drug metabolism pathways. So it's not from, (coughs) excuse me, 23andMe, but um, there are so many different labs out there that you can partner with if you're interested in doing this as a pharmacist that the field is wide open, ready to harvest. Um, and few people are still doing it. So there's a lot of opportunity here. Wow. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your journey. I mean, it's been wild. And then this year in particular, it just seemed like very explosive for you. So um, congratulations on that. And, you know, thank you for all your work. Um, if you just have like a couple of more minutes, we can go into a rapid fire question. Oh, let's do it, Marina. <laughs> All right. So this is um, what I like to ask everyone. What is your number one advice for someone to improve their quality of life right now? Oh, get outside. Get outside. Move your body. Feel the sunlight. Oh, there's, there's so much benefit I get from getting outside every single day, regardless of the weather. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Just the basic simple joys of life just get into the habit of that joyful state all right um number two what's your favorite hobby oh my favorite hobby probably yoga (laughs) right I love I love doing yoga I've got after my third boy I started doing yoga and I haven't gone back so I've been doing it five years now and oh man I love it. I love how I feel. I love how it clears my mind and makes my body so strong. And so that's it. Love it as well. All right. And finally, what is your favorite beverage to drink? Oh, my favorite, probably water. I just, I'm a water girl. I love drinking water. Um, 
if I'm treating myself, I'll have a Dr. Pepper 10, but those are really hard to find. So it's usually just plain old water, room temperature. I don't like ice. <laughs> yeah, you can't go wrong with that. And absolutely, I, I never drink anything cold. It's just my hot tea or my room temperature water, please. <laughs> yes, I don't like cold things. I don't, I don't drink very much water if it's cold. I agree. All right. Well, Dr. Jamie, again, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and your journey. And please tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you and learn more about this wonderful technology and the business that you've grown. Thanks, Marina. I'm on LinkedIn. You can find me, um, Jamie Wilkie. And then I also have my own website for my company. It's called www.archeshealthgroup.com. And either of those can link you right to me. And if you're interested, I am more than happy to talk and share because my goal is to get as many pharmacists happy with their careers as I can. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I'll have the links in the show notes for everyone. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. You as well, Marina. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Holistic Pharmacy Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed the show and learned something new. I certainly get super inspired and motivated by my guests, and I hope the same is true for you. If so, I would really appreciate an honest and sweet review on any of the podcast platforms. Thank you, and I hope you have a great week ahead.